Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. James. Come now, you rich, weep and wail over your impending miseries. Your wealth has rotted away, your clothes have become moth-eaten, your gold and silver have corroded, and that corrosion will be a testimony against you. It will devour your flesh like a fire. You have stored up treasure for the last days. Behold, the wages you withheld from the workers who harvested your fields are crying aloud, and the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on earth in luxury and pleasure. You have fattened your hearts for the day of slaughter. You have condemned, you have murdered the righteous one. He offers you no resistance. The word of the Lord. Blessed are the poor in spirit. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. This is the way of those whose trust is folly, the end of those contented with their lot. Like sheep, they are herded into the netherworld. Death is their shepherd, and the upright rule over them. Quickly their form is consumed, the netherworld is their palace, but God will redeem me from the power of the netherworld by receiving me. Fear not when a man grows rich, when the wealth of his house becomes great, for when he dies he shall take none of it, his wealth shall not follow him down. Though in his lifetime he counted himself blessed, they will praise you for doing well for yourself. He shall join the circle of his forebears, who shall never more see light. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, Amen, I say to you, will surely not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into Gehenna, where the, their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if salt becomes insipid, with what will you restore its flavor? Keep salt in yourselves, and you will have peace with one another. The Gospel of the Lord. I was on a sidewalk last year, and a man looked at my collar and said to me, Call no man father. That's what Jesus said. It's in the Bible. I answered him, I notice you still have both your eyes. I guess they've never led you to sin, because... Christ said to pluck them out if you sin with them. It's in the Bible. Or have your feet ever taken you to a place that led you to sin? I see you still have your feet. You didn't cut them off. 
It's in the Bible that you're supposed to do that. It's interesting, nobody walked away disgusted or grossed out in today's passage when Christ said they need to pluck out their eyeballs or cut off their limbs. Why was that? Christ did not have to chase anybody back and say, hey, I was just speaking symbolically. I wasn't being literal. You don't have to cut off your hands or anything. Come back. No, Christ didn't have to do that because the crowd concluded that he was not speaking literally. So, of course, here's the question that goes to the source and summit of our faith, this source that half the Christian world and now majority of Catholics have walked away from, the belief in the most holy Eucharist. Why did people disciples of Christ, walk away to never return when Christ said, you have to eat my body and drink my blood. Obviously, they believe Christ was being serious. He was speaking literally. He repeated it several times and called no one back to explain the quote-unquote real meaning of his statement. Another question we have to ask is this, was Christ bluffing about Gehenna? Christ said, better to go to heaven maimed than to Gehenna with all your appendages. Gehenna was a valley south of Jerusalem where not so devout Jews in the Old Testament sacrificed their children to the pagan god Moloch by throwing them in a big fire. The valley was then cursed, and Gehenna became another word for hell. It's interesting, Christ mentioned sin four times in today's gospel passage. The wise sage Sirach told us not to presume on God's mercy. Don't be overconfident. Don't say, God loves me. He'll forgive my sins because suddenly God's wrath flames forth. And at the time of vengeance, you'll be destroyed. Martin Luther, the father of the Protestant revolution, some would argue the father of modern times, he wrote that we should sin and sin freely. Luther argued man was so depraved that he just had to give in to his passions, give in to sin. God would cover over man's depravity with his grace, like snow covering a pile of dung. But Sirach and Christ told us not to sin. That's in the Bible. Neither of them told us to sin and sin freely. That's the way to get tossed into the sea of fire with a millstone around one's neck. My friends, let us never presume on God's mercy. Let us never follow the counsel of the wicked nor walk in the way of sinners. That is the opening line of the very first psalm, Psalm 1. And it's in the Bible. <laughs>